morning. Welcome to the Dave and Doreen Morning KLH, along with Marcus. Let's welcome our Green and Gold Insider, three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, and co-host of Wilde and Tausch on ESPN Wisconsin, Jason Wilde to the broadcast. Good morning, Jason. How you doing? Hello, friend. Hello, friend. Jim Nance would say. You are looking live. <laughs> there you go. All right, so did you watch Did you watch the game with your daughters? Well, so sort of. Okay. Uh, we had a busy weekend of activities all weekend, so... The game started while Sid and I were driving back from Waukesha, uh, where she had been in a volleyball tournament. And, again, I understand there are people that are not Taylor Swift fans. I get it. Uh, I personally like her, but not as much as I like Pink. But we're driving home, Mm -hmm. and Sydney needs my iPad and my NFL Plus subscription, so she can watch the Super Bowl in the backseat. Wow. And I can assure you that that is not, not what would have occurred under previous circumstances with previous teams. So her interest level, and it's not like she's just watching uh, to see them pan to Taylor Swift in a luxury box. Like she has actually developed a much greater interest than she ever had with a dad who covers the NFL. So uh, I thought it was awesome. She, she also enjoys the commercials as much as I do, so she was giving me play-by-play of the M&M's commercial that was really good, she thought. <laughs> she, was in, she was in bed and asleep after a very long weekend for both of them. Uh, by the time the Kia commercial came on with the ice skating girl. Oh, yeah, yeah right, right. Teary, which I was like, come on, man, I'm trying to watch a football game here. Mm-hmm. But it, that was really good, so it was a, it was a very fun day, and, and uh, she woke up knowing that... Uh, or learning that the Chiefs won, which means that all the boys that she was trash-talking at school all week about how the Chiefs were going to win will not be able to get after her today. <laughs> there you go. reports to school. I was curious what she thought of Travis Kelsey bumping his yeah. coach on the sideline. Yeah, we talked about that. Um, obviously, uh, there are lessons to be learned, both good and bad, from all kinds of things in pro sports and college sports. Um, and I could not... Like, look, I'm not a huge Kelsey fan, um, and I, I'm a little bit uncomfortable with the idea that because he's dating Taylor Swift now, all these people like kind of like him. Uh, he's a again. I always use the line from Wicked, which, by the way, is becoming a movie. Hello. I saw that, yeah, um, which is pretty awesome. Uh, but there are precious few at ease with moral ambiguities, so we <laughs> act as if they don't exist. We want people to fit into very clear-cut boxes. This guy's a bad guy. This guy's a good guy. None of us really fit those boxes, other than Marcus, who's definitely in the good guy box. But to me, uh, Kelsey's a little more of a complicated fella, as Mark Murphy would say. So uh, I'm not a huge fan of his, and I thought that was really, really problematic. Like, I could not... I mean, I don't think I've ever seen anything close to that. I, I saw Chris Akins, who was a safety for the Packers in the early 2000s, get into an absolute screaming match with Mike Sherman on the sideline and then Mike Sherman cut him the next day or two days later but uh, Travis Kelsey man I, you're a great player but get your you know what together. No yeah. kidding. You know, when we bet, look back on the Super Bowl in a few years, you know, I think of all the great Super Bowls that have ever happened. The Jets' uh, stunning upset at Baltimore. You know, the uh, Marshawn Lynch should have ran the ball in for the touchdown against the Patriots. The 
Giants defeating the undefeated Patriots in the right. Super Bowl. Will this be looked uh-huh. upon as one of the greatest Super Bowls ever because of how it ended? So I, the first DVD, when DVDs came out, uh, and they were like outlandishly expensive, I got a pre-owned copy of Super Bowl 32 DVD, and it said the greatest Super Bowl ever played. Okay, now that was what twenty five mm. years ago ish. Right, um, Marcus. I thought that the ending yesterday was fantastic. I mean, it went to overtime. It was the first overtime playoff game, uh, or first Super Bowl overtime playoff game, in which. It didn't matter what the first team did, whether they scored a touchdown, scored a field goal. The other team was going to get the opportunity to possess the ball. Yeah, because they changed also, they changed the rule, right, yeah. Jason? Since yeah. the last Correct. overtime, okay. Yeah, and and it's not that way even in the regular season. In the regular season, still, it's if the first team that gets the ball kicks a field goal, you get the chance to go win the game with a touchdown. But if the first team that gets the ball scores a touchdown, it's donezo. Um, but here's the thing. And and credit to Burlington's own Tony Romo, because I was confused, too. And you would like to think that I know what the hell I'm talking about, but clearly not. Um, Like, the clock is running down in that, in quote-unquote, overtime. And I saw, like, other NFL reporters say, I don't know about the clock management here. Mm -hmm. And God bless Tony Romo for saying, look, this is like the first quarter, because no one did a good job of explaining that. I totally agree. Then, yep. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were all doing the same thing. Everybody's yelling, are they not going to call a timeout? What, what's going on? Right. Yeah. Nobody explained it to us, but he I did. I thought that was really poorly done, and, and I know Tony's taken a lot. I always, I'll still remember being at the scouting combine and sitting on steps uh, inside the Indiana Convention Center with this kid from Burlington who played at Eastern Illinois that no one had ever heard of uh, outside of Burlington and talking about the Packers were going to be looking for an eventual replacement for Favre and him talking about how he would love to be, you know, a seventh-round pick by the Packers and get a chance to play for his home state team. I'll never ever wow. – I wonder if his cell phone number has changed. I'm guessing it has. <laughs> but my point is, is that I, I have always liked him. I know he takes a lot of grief for some of the – things he's done on telecasts, but uh, that was really, really important, and I can't believe they didn't do a better job of explaining it earlier than when Tony did. So did you have any favorites as far as the commercials? Uh, so I definitely liked the Kia one, even though it got me all sappy. Um, I, there were a few that I didn't fully understand, which uh, I'm a little concerned that I'm starting to get into that age group where I'm not getting references. Not as not as bad as the halftime, though, uh, uh. which... Yeah, I, I I don't want to be old man, get off my lawn, yell at cloud guy. Yeah, because I I, I like I like some of the music. I like Usher. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan, but I like him. Um, not a huge fan of the portion of Yeah that Ludacris delivers because right. I'm not a fan of some of the messaging there. Right. But my issue wasn't the musical choices. I love. Anybody that can roller skate on old school, like Wisconsin State <laughs> University roller skate. Yeah, on that little <laughs> stage. Right. My issue is that when I watch a halftime of the Super Bowl, I want all the songs that are going to get me, like, bebopping and yes, dancing. And right. I thought, like, it's just too slow. Like, I like Alicia Keys is amazing. Yeah. But I don't really need her sitting at a piano. We're going to slow it down a bit. Like, they played too many songs that if you were at a concert, 
that would be the time where you either go get a beverage or you sit down in your seat and give your legs a break. Totally Agreed. Agree. Totally agree. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a little just underwhelming. Underwhelming is a good word, although I have to say that one of the first things Doreen said to me this morning yeah. when we came in, I did like it when Usher took his shirt off. And I didn't said. understand why he put one on after that. Yeah, she was disappointed. <laughs> really disappointed. So was I. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, if you look like Usher, come on. So, so getting back to the overtime, essentially, we were completely clueless. But then I read online this morning, Kyle Juszczyk, the fullback for the 49ers, he didn't know the rules either. He thought the reason they were taking the ball is because they were going to try to go down and score a touchdown. He didn't understand what yeah. the whole thing was. Yeah. So in retrospect, obviously, they should have kicked the ball off winning the coin toss, yeah. the 49ers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, 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 you know, and, and I thought Romo did a good job of trying to kind of explain why you might take the ball, but no, and, and I saw, you know, you know something has gotten uh, to my co-host, Tausch, when you see him tweet something because he's, he, he just, it, it's, there is something inside of him when it irritates him enough, he's got to have an outlet, and if he can't text me, the next option is <laughs> tweeting. And he was like, I don't understand why you don't take the ball there. I mean, that's the obvious call because of the change under other circumstances. You take, you take the ball and you, you go score. I don't know why you would take the ball under those circumstances when it's better to know what you need. Like right. the chiefs knew then they needed a touchdown. So when they and, went, they had to go for it on that fourth yep. down to make Correct, it. Exactly. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise they may maybe kick a field goal. So they don't face it. Right. And if you flip it around, and the, the, the 49ers win the toss, they elect to defer, uh, and, and the Chiefs, whether they go in and score a touchdown, then you know you have to go, it on, go for it on fourth downs to match the touchdown. If they kick a field goal, you have options of whether to go for it or not, to, or kick a field goal. Like, I just, yeah, and, and that to me is on the NFL. Like, if you have players who don't know the rules clearly, because it's different, and that's my problem, is that I don't like rules that are different in the playoffs or different in the Super Bowl right. than they are during the regular yeah. season. I totally agree. It's kind of like baseball with putting the runner on second base. Yep. Like, I just, I don't like that. It's different than what you would do under normal circumstances. And I, I just, I'm not a fan. I couldn't believe that Dre Greenlaw tore his Achilles oh. simply running onto the field. I mean, how many of those are from Aaron Rodgers? Obviously, was the first one this year, but we've seen at least five or six guys who have had yeah. this as a, a and, and I'm not sure if that has something to do, and the NFLPA always talks about the playing surfaces, but it seemed like that surface was beautiful yesterday. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Kirk Cousins did it at Lambeau Field there you go. Like, yeah. in their game against the Packers. And look, here, you know, the, the thing about an Achilles, and, and, you know, we can get Dr. Margolis or someone who knows way more about medicine than I do on instead, but um, it would seem to me that that's one of those things that whether you're Dre Greenlaw getting ready to run onto the field to play defense or you're Aaron Rodgers, I mean, at least in Aaron Rodgers' case, I think the player that was at his feet mm-hmm. influenced that injury occurring. Correct. But when it's non-contact, it means that that thing can pop at any moment. Like mm-hmm. you could be at home and going to chase your two-year-old who's crawling toward the fireplace, and if you push off hard enough, and it's meant to pop, it's going to pop. So I feel bad for Dre Greenlaw. Is a, I mean, the greatest moment of your career, and you get injured that way. Um, but at the same time, like, I do wonder, like, these guys are such heavily developed 
mean, the, the, you know, not to get back to Usher and taking his shirt off, but the mu- muscularly, mm-hmm. these guys are so incredible that I do wonder sometimes if their joints and tendons aren't quite capable of keeping up with their strengths. Right. And I do wonder if that's something that factors into Achilles, but you should talk to an actual doctor, not me. You know what? I know exactly why Mahomes won the MVP, but I thought Juwan Jennings was the most impactful player out there in the field. Did you, yeah, you that, agree? Yeah. Not only do I agree, but I'm kind of thankful that the Chiefs won for this reason, because on our show we do something called the Steinhoffel Sleepers of the Week, mm-hmm. uh, and Tausch picked Juwan Jennings. <sighs> and if he had won MVP, <laughs> I would have never heard the end of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I kind of think he was the MVP, but they didn't give it to him. Yeah. Yeah, he deserved it. I mean, him and, and Nick Foles are the only two players in Super Bowl history to both catch and throw a touchdown pass. That was, I, I'll say this, he, you, you love to see guys, I mean, he was a quarterback at Tennessee, right. like he's one of those kind of un, under-the-radar guys, that's why we do that segment, and and to see him have such a great moment, I know he's not feeling it today because they lost, but to have that kind of moment on the biggest stage, yeah. that was super cool. Well, we have one more Jason Wildy interview coming for the 23-24 football season and Thursday, we'll put a bow on it and wrap it up for this season. Jason, thanks, as always, for all the insight throughout the year. We'll, uh, we'll talk more Packers-specific stuff on Thursday. We appreciate it. I look forward to Thursday, but I don't look forward to Friday. And, and being yeah, that's okay. So we'll come back. We'll yep. come back. We'll do it all over again. So. Uh, everybody take care. Be good. You too. Jason Wilde. He is our Green and Gold Insider. Co-host of Wilde and Tausch on ESPN Wisconsin. And brought to you this morning by DJ's Transmissions and Milwaukee Muscle Cars and Restoration. Buying vintage rides and muscle cars. Visit DJ'sTransmissions.com. Jason Wilde on the morning KLH.